Hey, everybody, this is a preview of today's members episode. If you want to hear the whole thing, head on over to theconfessionalspodcast.com, hit the join button, and become a member today. Merkel Media. When it pops its whole body out, it's crawling on all fours. Like his, his, his hands are the, are the front part and his back feet are the other, but he's walking on all fours with an elk head but it was a human body this was all circulating around the base that a giant had been killed but no one was supposed to talk about it i saw three long bony fingers reach up underneath the door curl up to grab it and then disappear when he came over to me dude he slithered over to me And this giant comes out of the cave and they're all frozen. And he starts running and firing at this giant. Well, the giant moves. He's got a spear in one hand and he's running really fast and spears Dan and holds him up like this. Somebody yells, shoot him in the face, shoot him in the face. They basically decapitate him. Got closer, got closer, got closer. When he got about 15 yards away from me, I raised that 12 gauge and I blowed his head off. I feel something pulling at my leg, and I look over, and there are two small gray entities pulling at me. And they're literally, I'm getting pulled off the bed. I reach my hand into this bush, and I touch air. Couldn't breathe, and I couldn't move, because I know I'm seeing a monster. Welcome to the show, everybody. You're listening to The Confessionals. I'm your host, Tony Merkel. Thanks for being here. If you have a crazy, wild experience you want to share with me on the show, go ahead and shoot me an email. My email address is theconfessionals at theconfessionalspodcast.com. That's theconfessionals at theconfessionalspodcast.com. Or go to the website, theconfessionalspodcast.com. Hit the contact section. You can reach me that way as well. Either way works for me. Just get a hold of me. Welcome to another members episode, episode 449, Elk Human Hybrids. We have Ramon coming on the show today, and he hits a grand slam on this episode. He brings the heat, starting with his supposed dreams that he is being recruited by. Where did we ever hear that before on this show? I think episode 309, the overtime, JR was being recruited by somebody. Well, guess what? Ramon, similar situation. Then he talks about some camping trips he went on. Where where he had out-of-body experiences, missing time experiences, but my favorite, the elk-human hybrids that came out of the woods. Then he had missing time. I'm telling you guys, he has a lot of great stories on this two-hour conversation. So let's get to Ramon right now. All right, today we got Ramon on the show. What's up, man? Hey, how you doing, Tony? Man, I'm doing good. Doing good. Uh, I find some of your experiences uh, particularly 
interesting, and uh, especially the man in the suit, because it reminded me of another episode I did, which maybe you already know what I'm referring to, but we'll get to that at some point in this conversation. But what we do is we start off in childhood and the uh, chronological order thing. So if you could just start us off in your childhood with these dreams and how uh, these things unfolded for you, because I do think that they're pretty unique as far as uh, what was going on. Right. Okay. Uh, so uh, I've, I've lived here in Mesa, Arizona my entire life. Um, I was born in June 6, 1996. So, uh, if you put those three numbers together, it's six, six, six. I don't know if that Jeez. like, I don't know if that has anything to do with anything, but when my mom was having me, uh, she didn't want me to be born on that day. Um, matter of fact, she, it was all over the news at that time that, uh, the antichrist was going to be born and you know, the hysteria and all that. And she was trying so hard not to, um, give birth to me that day and it ended up happening. Uh, around that time and i'm not sure if it happened at six o'clock that night either but i i never asked that but i know on that day that's when i was born for sure was it in mexico no it was here um, okay here in the united states yeah she was already here she she had crossed uh the border and um married and met my dad and then from there they got married and now she's a american citizen you know and i think 2008 she ended up 2006 she ended up getting her citizenship. So congrats, mom. Congrats. Took a long time. That's yeah, awesome. Definitely. I was, I would watch her study and all that. So it's but a yeah, process, man. It's, yeah. It, it takes, it, it takes a while for people to, to, to go through the process. So anybody who makes it through the process, it's, it's something to be celebrated for sure. Oh yeah, no, definitely. There was a program when we were kids, there was a preschool. Um, and then on the other side of the room, it was, parents that were trying to learn English to get their citizenships. You had, I had friends that were from Egypt, Japan, Africa in this classroom. And it was all these different cultures. And we spoke our different languages too, because uh, Spanish was, was uh, one of our first languages. My mom wanted to teach us other than English too, but she wanted us, she wanted to implement Spanish into us very early so we could speak it pretty well when we're grown up. Yeah. That's good to be uh, multilingual. I'm not. I'm Spanish, but you know, it is what it is. I'm a fake Spanish guy, I guess. Right. I don't know. <laughs> but um, so on the on the dreams, we it, it started when I was a kid. I believe it started when I was about five or six. I would uh, have this dream, and at that time, my brother and I shared a room. Uh. Our house was our house was was small at the time because we have extended it already a couple times, but uh, it was it was a it was a house. It was a nice to us. It was a big house. We had this purple carpet, but we had these bunk beds. And in this dream, I jump off the top bunk, and I start walking down the hallway from our house, like in, in our house. And as I go in the hallway, we used to have these glass sliding doors, and in our backyard, it was just dirt, but we had, uh, my dad had put these truck, these truck tires there to, for us to play on. And it, there were these big black and white, like truck tires that you would see on cat machines and stuff like that, that we would play on in the backyard. And, uh, in the middle of that, there would be this like black figure just standing there. 
it, it almost reminds me of the, of the hat man in, in a, some type of way, but it would just stand there and I would just stand there and look at it, but I would be still in the dream. And, uh, I don't know if you know what white noise is, Yeah, but white noise would, would happen in the dream. Like I would get white noise and it, it, it felt like it was like trying to communicate to, with me at that time when I was a kid and I would wake up, but I would be very sweaty, heavy breathing. And so from six all the way till 24, I had that dream at some point in the middle of the night. And it was every day. Like it wasn't every now and then it was an everyday thing. And it was, it was terrifying because I didn't, I didn't know what it was doing. It was just standing there. So I had turned 24, you know, fast forward, I turned 24 and I end up going to sleep and I have the same dream, but in the dream, it's the same setting. Like my room is the same way it looked like when we were kids. So I'm jumping off the bed as a full grown, pretty much man. <laughs> like uh, I'm 24 in my dream. So I'm jumping off my bunk bed. The house is in my dream has not changed or anything like that. It's the same setting. If that, if that makes sense. Um, and I'm walking down the hallway and I see the figure again. And at this, at this point, I kind of already figured, all right, well, it's it's probably nothing. It's going to end the same way it's always ended the, these last few times. It's it's not going to do anything. So the white noise happens, and 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 in my dream, I'm kind of figuring out. Okay, well now the white noise is going to happen. It's going to probably end in the next couple of minutes. No big deal. Well, it hasn't ended yet, and the white noise starts getting louder, and this thing starts walking toward me in my dream. And so then I'm like, this is not supposed to happen. And I can lucid dream too. Like I can control every aspect of my dream. So I'm trying to wake myself up, but it's not happening. This thing, it starts walking forward and it reaches out its hand and it has these long black fig fingers, like a skeleton, but they're just long. And without even touching the glass window, it just kind of makes like a, like a swiping motion to open up the, the door and the door opens. And I start yelling for my parents in my dream, uh, like really loud, but I, it, but I can't hear myself yell and I can't move. And there's tears coming down my eyes in this dream too, when I'm yelling and as I turn back, it's already halfway into the kitchen. And then I can start hearing my, my heartbeat also. And I turn back to yell for my parents again. I start yelling for my dad this time. And then I turn back and it's right there in front of me. It's standing right in front of me. And the white noise goes away. And I could feel it looking at me. And it had like... um I don't know if you if you know what uh, who Zoro is. Mm, it's not ringing. Uh, oh that. wait, Zoro, Zoro. Yeah, yeah, the guy with the sword. Yeah, he had that hat that was like, you know, round and stuff. Well, right. This thing had that hat, but 
it was cloaked up. So it had the hat, but it was cloaked up. It looked like the Green Reaper, but it, it had the hat on. And it was just, I felt it looking at me and it looked like it was like seven or eight feet tall. And I'm looking up at it and the, the tears are just keep going down my, my eyes and my mouth is wide open. And then um, I could hear it tap into my head. And that really freaked me out. I hear it start talking to me and I hear like these voices, kind of these whispering voices in my head and I'm freaking out. I'm like, what, what's going on? And then it starts saying, um, it starts repeating. Let me show you, let me show you, let me show you, let me show you just repeating it. And then I say in my head, what do you want from me? And it's still repeating the same thing. And then it reaches out its hand and it kind of like uses its fingers. Like one finger goes down, the other one goes down like that. Like if he wants me to hold his hand and he reaches out his hand and it starts, it stops saying, let me show you. And it says, let me show you what you can do. Come with me. Let me show you what you can do. I can make you stronger. It starts saying that and it's freaking me out. And, uh, I start trying to say something back and I say, no, I don't want to. And it says, let me show you what you can do. Come with me and let me show you. And then it starts getting more. This was a preview of today's member episode. If you want to hear the whole thing, head on over to the confessionals podcast.com, hit the join button and become a member today.